at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, the favorite, minus two and a half. Indiana, 17th ranked in the country against Michigan State. They're the underdog. Unranked home favorites, 29 and 13 against the spread versus ranked teams this year. Okay. So we have to go with the. It's, the castle is it when they fill that place up? Kind of full as someone who covered them for a few years. Like it's hard to win there when it's you know. And, and Mike Young's a really good coach. I, I'm a yeah. big Mike Young fan. Um, you know, look, they just don't have great athletes. The the transfer they got from I think it was he was from the Horizon League. Grant Basile, he's legit, man. He's a big body dude. Had a big game against Pitt over the weekend. Miami's good. Like I bet against Miami last weekend. They're the best uh, team in the ACC. Uh, I know this. I don't know what the stats bear out, but when they play on Monday night, I always bet them. They're <laughs> well, they're cashing on Monday nights. Well, guess what? When they it's played la- when they get when they played last Monday night, this trend happened again, and they bucked this trend because they uh, not only covered they they beat UNC pretty comfortably. Uh, so this trend once again, nothing is automatic. Um, and it, it's funny. I just saw someone from Caesars tweet out um, that the most money on uh, the two teams that have the most money tonight. <laughs> Are Virginia Tech and uh, and Michigan State? Sometimes the public wins, baby. So uh, it's you know I I think I said this the other day. It's it's I'm hoping that this is not like the dab becoming too popular, right? Like Mm. and we're starting to see the gritty when when Kirk Cousins does the gritty. The gritty is officially done. So we'll see. Uh, You know, hopefully the trend can continue because I feel like we've been on this uh, longer. I also do. I'm also intrigued by Villanova a little bit tonight. Uh, I backed them over this weekend. Uh, they did not come through, but Villanova's playing a little bit better. Justin Moore is back. Remember, he tore his Achilles last year in the Final Four, mm-hmm. um, so they're playing a little bit better. They're on the road at Xavier. Xavier uh, dealing with some injuries themselves, so uh, that's one game I'm I'm in, I'm I'm intrigued by. But uh, we're gonna roll with uh, with the Hokies and the Spartans, and uh, hopefully, hopefully we're uh, we're happy uh, after after tonight, and our trend can continue. But also two revenge spots. I'm a big revenge guy. Yeah. Both are revenge spots. Miami beat Virginia Tech earlier this season, and Indiana uh, beat Michigan State earlier this season. And I guess, lastly, I, I'm you know this more on a, a serious note. Um, you know, this is the first home game Michigan State has played since yeah. the tragedy last week. So I, I imagine that arena, which is always just an incredibly challenging place to play, the Breslin Center. I imagine that arena is going to be very. Uh, Excited, great, great energy level, emotional, and uh, I expect the best from Michigan State. Um, this kind of on Saturday they 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 were there and then just kind of fell apart down the stretch. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. All right, last thing: Are we embracing the stink in the Little Apple? Baylor minus a point and a half at K State. You're thinking about taking the Purple Cats here? Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I would uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go away from the Purple Cats in this one. I, Baylor seems very. Uh, Seems a little, a little easy, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, that's laying the... a laying a short road number, yeah. uh, coming off a loss. I'm not a big fan of of you know fading teams coming off a loss, but I said the same thing last week. Purdue lost to Northwestern, yeah. and then they went to Maryland and uh, did not take a care of business. So, uh, yeah, I could it would be Kansas State or pass for me. Don't have the one in pocket yet, but I could certainly see uh, Kansas State being being the side in that one. All right, Tim, where uh, can listeners go get the podcast? Yeah, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, simple name, College Basketball Betting Podcast. Three episodes each week. Uh, the latest one out there previewing today's game. We'll have another one in your feed on Thursday a.m. Appreciate it, Tim. Thank you. All right, guys, talk to you. Thanks, Tim. Tim Murray of VSIN Live. When we come back, let's get into the list. We'll also talk Tiger football. The schedule is out. We'll go through that during hour number two. Stick around. You're listening to Gene Otto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. University of Memphis released the football schedule for this upcoming season. We'll discuss that during the next segment. Before we do that, let's get into the list. Giannato and Jeffrey keep a list of the stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made the list! On Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. 
Brandon Miller. You just made the list. All right, Jeffrey, kind of a sad story out of Tuscaloosa. Well, I mean, it's been sad, but today it became like. Today it became like kind of like disappointing, I guess, is how I, the, probably the best way to phrase uncomfortable? it. Uncomfortable? Yeah, uncomfortable is probably the best way to phrase it. Um, you remember a mo- about a month ago, January 15th, Darius Miles, the Alabama basketball player, was charged with murder of Jonay Davis. Correct. Uh, at a club or at a, outside a bar in Tuscaloosa. Um, well, they had the first uh, like preliminary hearing today, um, and according to law enforcement testimony, um, Brandon Miller, the player who's played himself into a top-five pick this season as a freshman in Alabama, uh, brought the gun used for the killing of that woman. Um, it was not his gun, I don't believe. It was Miles' gun that he brought to him, um, according to the police. Um, when Miller got to the scene, Miles told Davis, this is again according to law enforcement testimony today, the heat is in the hat. Uh, and the detective who was at testimony te- testifying said that meant a gun was present. Um, Miles then also said there's one in the head. That, Culpepper said, meant a round was in the cha- chamber. That's, again, Culpepper's the detective. Correct. Brandon um, Culpepper. Yes. Brandon Miller's windshield was struck twice by gunfire in the shooting, and another Alabama basketball player, Jaden Bradley, was also at the scene of the shooting. Um, asked by AL.com why Brandon Miller was not charged, Tuscaloosa Chief Deputy DA Paula Whitley said, quote, that's not a question I can answer. There's nothing we could charge him with according to the law. Um, Nate Oates was asked about it today uh, and emphasized that Miller is, quote, not in any trouble um, and said this, quote, we knew about that, can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. And Like, whether he believes that or not, yeah, it felt like the wrong thing poor, to say. Very poor choice of words. Um, now, Miles, both the attorneys for Miles and uh, the other person involved who were charged, who's a, not a basketball player, they are claiming the shot they shot in self-defense. Um, Correct. That's what they're claiming in testimony. They have not been given bail, and the judge has not ruled. The judge has not ruled on bail or whether to send the case to a grand jury. Um, so. There's that. So the, the, essentially the best player on Alabama's basketball team brought the gun to the scene that was used to kill this woman, ultimately. Now, it wasn't his gun, and he wasn't charged with a crime, but it has basically started, and I think rightfully so, a conversation of how the hell are you not suspending him? How is he not disciplined in all this? Just because he's not charged with a crime, like the circumstances we're hearing about here, you know, he sh- you know, Deserve an invest, you know. I, I don't know. It feels very awkward, as you put it. Um, and and I think Nate Oates is rightfully facing heat over saying wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, this is one of those ones where it's like I don't know what you do because in the end, he, it does not appear that law enforcement was surprised by the information because they were the ones that revealed it. It's not like this was reporting that was mm-hmm. done. It was. It came from the and I I assume it's I assume it's because it wasn't technically his gun, he was just bringing Darius Miles' gun to the scene that he didn't get charged. I guess, but man, just an uncomfortable situation, and it feels like Nate Oates made it a little worse with how he commented on it today. Yeah, it just felt very um, callous. Like he got praise for how he handled it in the immediate aftermath. And it just feels like now, oh well, he was—he didn't care about protecting the guy who wasn't right, really he playing. Got, he had the yeah, but he cares about protecting the top five pick, who's you know the biggest reason why they could win a national championship this year. Yeah, and then I don't know, like what? It, how are you supposed to handle it though? If, if he wasn't charged, if he wasn't charged, he wasn't a person of interest. Well, you know, I mean, violating. Pro, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess I see both sides, but it feels like. I don't know. And I'm for the record, I'm not trying yeah. to take the I that just feels one, like no discipline in that and no consequences from this feels very convenient. I mean, we saw the the false equivalency today of, you know, name name your NCAA suspension for someone who took money and then all of a sudden 
you supply a gun that results in a death and no suspension. So we saw that today, but I don't know. I mean, it certainly feels like today was not a good day for Alabama basketball and for Nate Oates in particular. Yeah. No, and you you do um, – and I, I don't know. It's just very uncomfortable in that essentially, like, when's the last time we saw a situation like this? It like feels like Baylor basketball once upon a time. Like where a t- where in the yeah, season, but like with Dave Bliss, those like that's a completely different. That was one where, worse. It feels like, yeah, but because well, he it seems like that we have he orchestrated it all. Correct, a cover up at least. Yeah, I don't know. It does feel, like his response of you don't know what they're gonna do at night. You know, like I, you know, wrong yeah, place, like wrong kid, time. It's just a terrible response. I don't know, kids being kids doesn't feel like the appropriate yeah euphemism here. He brought a gun to someone who was in the middle of an argument, and his car got shot twice or whatever, multiple gunshots. And I guess you could make the argument saying there's one in the head could be like a hey, this is a loaded gun. This is, like, if you're just using it threateningly, but it does feel I'm like there's a lot more like, technicality like in, in, here. And Nate Oates is taking heat. I'm surprised Tuscaloosa law enforcement didn't at least investigate this further. I, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I guess I guess the argument would be they did charge two people with capital murder. Yeah, I don't know. Feels very convenient that the best player on the team is completely devoid of responsibility for this. I mean, I, from that perspective, I do think that's the case, but I also think part of it is like, I kind of believe them. They say, well, we couldn't charge them with anything. Yeah. It, the statement for me of we couldn't charge them with anything, it did not imply like, oh, clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. It does feel like he should have been disciplined by Alabama at the very least. Like, that's a violation of the, co- like, you can't have guns on campus and yeah, stuff like I that. Guess, I guess then the question becomes of like, well, what did Alabama know? When did they know it? I mean, according to Nate Oates, they've known everything. They've been, you know, and that's the other thing. They've kind of concealed this in, to a certain extent. And I guess, I, you know, they're not obligated to tell the public about what's actually going on, but they very clearly didn't want, you know, were hoping to avoid the public knowing about the particulars of this. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess the but the basic way that I could bottom line it is I'm not necessarily sure based on the text message you could say wrong place, wrong time. Yes. It felt like he knew what was going down. Correct. Or to or at he least, knew at least the guy he, was gonna threaten this what, person. At with least a gun. what a potential outcome could have been. Yeah. That's a bad look for that program, that's for sure. And it's gonna be very uncomfortable if they make a run in the NCAA. Well, tournament. for sure, because now it's gonna once, get talked about on every broadcast and like you know, I don't. Well, I, mean, I don't know if the tournament. Every media question will be. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't. I doubt, especially because he hasn't been charged. I doubt it'll affect his draft stock, ultimately. But he'll be asked about it. I'm well, sure, I mean, during the draft process, there's also you know this is kind of the other aspect of it. It's like I bet the NBA is going to get all the information they need. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't think it's going to affect his draft stock very much, since he wasn't charged. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I think sadly, it, yeah. it's not. It's just not. Like if you're a good player, they don't care. They overlook that stuff. Well, I don't necessarily know. If, like I do think, like I think it's if they think that it's not going to cause them a problem. Yeah. And yeah. if they think that this has been handled, then yes, I do believe you on that. But if they think that it's going to end up ca- being a problem or a distraction, could be a unforeseen circumstance, then I do think it could hurt his draft stock. That's fair. Um, speaking of being mentioned on every broadcast, mm. DeAndre Williams. You just made the list! Uh, so I don't know if you heard Penny's radio show last night, but Penny went on a bit of a rant concerning DeAndre Williams and le- the frequency with which DeAndre Williams' age is brought up on broadcast. And specifically, not necessarily that it's brought up, but um, but that it's being brought up as kind of in a joking manner. Um, he said, quote, every time we have a telecast, these commentators are talking about his age in a negative fashion. I think that's so bad. I think it's unfair how they always talk about his age during the games. I hate that for DeAndre. It was brought to my attention about Stetson Bennett, the quarterback at Georgia, is 25 years old. I didn't know he was that old because they would never say it. So what's the difference? To me, it just has to be fair across the board. I do think they brought it up quite yeah, a bit with Stetson I mean, Bennett. They even bring up like how Stetson Bennett is older than Lamar. But... I don't have a problem with them bringing up DeAndre's age. It's the man. He's right. It's the manner in which they bring it up. Like the reality is, he's the oldest college player in college basketball. And if you don't think when they're on CBS against Houston in a couple weeks, 
or they're in the NCAA tournament on national TV, that's not going to get brought up. You're crazy. It's a it's a natural narrative. But as Penny said, like bring up the circumstances of why he's that old playing college basketball. As Penny put it, he got tricked by some guys to leave his high school to go to a virtual school. Stayed there to play basketball, was promised he was going to get these different scholarships. He did not get the scholarships, and the guys just left him hanging. Found out that none of the accreditation would carry over for him to get into college. He has to go to night school and work until he got his credits back up to go to college. Didn't get into college until 21 years old. And, like, he's right. Like, yeah. that's been written before. No, I, I, I understand that. And also, Penny's sticking up for his guy. So yes. I, I understand that. They but were like, particularly annoyed, I think, on this Houston broadcast um, that Mark Adams, the the yeah. color commentator for the game, he does a lot of AAC yeah. games for ESPN. He like made a crack about like how he's close to med- getting Medicare or something like that. It was like you know he's making cracks about the. I mean, the okay, age it's thing. a low hanging fruit joke, but Penny's went on to say that like uh, that other uh, that uh, other players are uh, telling him, uh, giving him crap during games about it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's also the aspect of, like, you know, COVID playing, you know, guys having increased eligibility. I mean, I think another big part of the story is, you know, we're starting to see, like, throughout the country, guys are staying longer because now they can, Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's not I, like he's the oldest guy to play college sports. They're like, the North Texas quarterback was, like, 29 And that year. was always mentioned on Chris any— Chris Wanky won a Heisman at 29 or whatever it was. Yeah, playing with their Winky out. Um, <laughs> I remember that. To me, though, it's – I don't know. Like, if I'm thinking about a two-hour broadcast, and let's be like, let's be real, these guys are not the home – it's not – Yeah. they don't have the intimate knowledge. They're doing – Well, a, and, and they're thinking about it in terms of, yeah, Memphis fans are going to be tuning in and Houston fans are going to be tuning in, but it's ESPN. There's going to be other people tuning in. Well, and furthermore, like, I don't know, is this that much different than, like, when they mentioned Zach Eadie's 7'5", 7'? Yeah. No, I think I think he is 26 years old. I think the legitimate complaint is it's not a complaint that they bring it up. That's a, it's a story. He's the literally the oldest guy in it's college the basketball. It's the way they bring it up. I think Penny's right that they make a joke of it more often than not. And I just think though, anytime I do you, think Penny saying this a lot like the stop asking me stupid effing questions. I think this is going to work. I think I think you're going to see a change in tenor on future broadcasts oh, in the I, way it's brought up. I definitely think it was brought up intentionally, mm-hmm. and I think it was to try and stop it. I also think that, like, of all the real complaints you can have on a broadcast, like, that's, I don't know. To me, like, that's kind of neither here nor there. Like, you see, it, he is 26 years old. That's mm-hmm. a, that is a old, as you mentioned, he's the oldest player in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, are some of the cheap jokes, like, are, are those? My, the other problem was it wasn't game, even that funny. Know. It wasn't even that but funny. How many, how many great jokes do you hear yeah. on, a, on a broadcast? Like, that's true. Mark Adams, by the way, sounds a lot like Norman Chad. Have you ever listened to? If you ever listened to the, the man, yeah, like the man he, likes a fat wallet. <laughs> he sounds a lot like the dude. He was the color guy for the poker telecast in the past. He used to have the syndicated column. Yes, that was a mu- that was must read in the Wright household. Oh yeah, he it was yeah. published in the Washington Post oh, yeah. every week too. Um, all right, Tiger Woods, you just made the list. All right, Jeffrey, we need some analysis. He made the cut, had some encouraging moments, then reemphasized. Hey guys. I'm trying to play the four majors. Maybe I'll throw in a couple more events here or there, but, like, this is about the four majors. Well, he was also really sore. Really sore. Really sore. Um, what did you make of Tiger's performance in the Genesis Invitational? So the the things that stood out immediately were he was absolutely ripping it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, his ball speed, he, you know, forget the whole joke with Justin Thomas. He was hitting it past Rory. To the point in which Rory said, I'm going to go tune down my driver so that he doesn't hit it past me anymore. That shows you how far he was hitting it. The thing that I thought was very interesting was when it was full shots, you know, he hit his driver. He didn't hit a ton of fairways, but, like, he certainly had pop in his driver that made you believe, okay, he can compete in every big tournament. He was hitting his irons pretty well. The thing that was interesting to me, though, is he putted terribly. Mm -hmm. And... His chipping, like his, and that his, was a problem last year too when he played. Yeah, his his field shots around the green were not Tiger esque. Now, is that a is that a product of hey, he probably hasn't been working on his short game as much. Like he's been trying to build a golf swing to where he can compete, and he's done that. And now he's going to start fine tune, or is it the product of hey, he's got a fused back, he's not really comfortable on the leg. Those shots require a lot of feel and whatnot, so it kind of makes sense that. 
he doesn't have he's not firing on all cylinders with that. But overall, I left the week very encouraged in that again, I don't know if we're going to get a run from Tiger, but I do think it's entirely possible in one of these majors this year that if we see Tiger's name on the leaderboard, it's not shocking. I think it's going to have to be at Augusta where his institutional knowledge mm-hmm. is going to be rewarded. Um but this comeback feels this comeback feels more similar to the 2019 comeback mm. than it does the last one we or saw because year. he's hitting his ball speed like all the numbers everything is everything is very like it's not just tour average it's it's top of the tour It's just good to have him back Well I'm curious to know do we think he didn't really give any indication do we think we'll see him in the players I mean he did leave the door open and that he said I'm aiming to play all four majors that was the goal last year. He got three in. Yeah, and he said he wants to play four. And then he said maybe I'll play a couple more after a couple in addition to that. I kind of like the laying out of the schedule that you did last week. Play once a month. Yeah, yeah. And you obviously, this, if, you, this and, month, if you're, and if your body does, if your body can't you handle skip it, the it players. Ju- yeah, sure. Yeah, but it feels like you play the players, then you play Augusta, then you play the PGA, then you play the U.S. Open, and then you play yeah, um, the Open, the Open Championship. It feels like that. Makes sense. By the way, I watched that whole uh, Netflix documentary series. It wasn't bad. Yeah. So, I guess the way I what was it called? Full swing. Full swing. It was fine. I didn't. I never watched the Formula One one, which is Drive like, to Survive. Yeah. Same. Same producer slash director production company. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also did a tennis one. I thought. I thought your assessment was good. Like the 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 Kepka one was interesting because he like you saw how fragile he is yes. mentally. Um, or he was at that time. Yeah. I thought the Finau stuff was good. You yeah, got, like you saw a different the side stuff, of him. Yeah. I thought the Rory stuff was not as good. I thought the Rory stuff felt like a PGA Tour infomercial. Well, and like it was like he didn't really give them that much access. It felt like no, but there. Like I thought Dustin Johnson talked more in that than he had ever about like. Do you not feel like Dustin had a couple of pops when he got on? It didn't. He felt a little loose, a little. You know what I mean? Like I thought his was decent. Like all the stuff from the Lib people. Wasn't bad. I mean, Poulter came off like a. Poulter came off like Poulter. Yeah, kind of a. Every time I've been around him, I've come away going, God, this guy's kind of an. I think the way that I felt about it was I'm glad it exists. Did I think it was as good as it could have been? No. But I also recognize I'm not the target audience. They're trying to they're trying to introduce golf to casual sports fans, and so for instance, like when you compare it, yeah, like with, you, yeah, when you compare it with Formula One, I'm going into Formula One kind of not. I'm somewhat blind. Like, I'm aware mm-hmm. of who the players are, but I don't know at the level that I know golf uh, at. doesn't feel like this is going to have the same effect the Formula One no, one did. The biggest problem that I had was I didn't feel like it focused enough on competition. Well, and I also just felt like we were getting – we didn't get a lot of, like – the only people who it felt like truly, like, let us in behind the scenes were Matthew Fitzpatrick, but he's kind of boring, and then the two rookies, Sahith – Thagala. Thagala, and then, uh, what's his name, the Argentinian guy who went to live recently? Uh, Mito Pereira. Yeah, Mito also, Pereira. Well, like, the, they let him in, but it was like, well, the it was like episode, I don't care about these The best guys. episode was the Joel Damon episode. Yeah, that one was good, too. But again, I don't care. I don't really care that much about Joel Damon. But overall, like, I was glad it exists. And the, the big takeaway that I had from it is, like, my college friends that are, at best, casual golf fans, they all think it's really good. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was, like the reviews from the golf world that were like so negative were like yeah that, not, but that that's golf Twitter golf yeah. nothing nothing golf is like hockey and soccer no one likes to hate their sport and then if you come in and helicopter in they're just very fickly yeah well we'll see all right speaking let's, of Tiger yeah let's talk about the uh, Memphis football schedule mm-hmm. we're gonna do that next it came out today you're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Listen to 92.9 FM ESPN on the free Odyssey app now for every hour of listening when logged into the Odyssey app or online at 92.9 ESPN.com. You get one entry for free tickets to see Shinedown's Revolutions Live Tour on Friday, April 21st. 
one hour of listening to 92.9 logged into the Odyssey app, one entry for a pair of free Shinedown tickets from 92.9. Odyssey 92.9 contest rules apply. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. It may be cold, but the Gossett Mitsubishi Spring Sales Event will heat you up. Discover a new way to ride in your 2023 Mitsubishi Mirage and get 39 MPG combined for $17,520 or $289 a month and zero down. And check out 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander Sport for $29 a month, 29 MPG Highway, or get 2.9 for 36 months. Want peace of mind? We gossip with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. 2023 Mitsubishi Mirage, $289 per month. 2023 Outlander Sport, $429 per month. You won't go wrong ever when you shop Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. You want it? We Gossip at Gossip Mitsubishi. If you want it, we Gossip at Gossip Motor Cars. Mirage PH00-2846, MSRP 18020, Sport PU00-2230, MSRP 29545, includes all rebates and incentives, PF 695, excludes tax title and license with approved credit, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through 228-2023, dealer stock only. Catch your Memphis Hustle this Thursday, February 23rd and Friday, February 24th at 7 p.m. for back-to-back matchups against the G League Ignite for a certified matchup. Secure your tickets today at MemphisHustle.com or call 901-888-HOOP. Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day, if you push for that promotion, and even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested, let's talk about the if in life. Regions Bank embrace the if in life. Regions Bank, member FDIC. We asked Rodney and Karen if they'd been to the old Southland Casino. It's been about four years ago since we we went. Then we asked them to give the all-new Southland Casino Hotel a shot. Oh, we're going to have so much fun in here. (laughs) And what do they think of Southland now? Loved it. I love the facility, the bright colors, the clean rooms. We've already invited people to come back. The all-new Southland Casino Hotel. Experience it for yourself. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second-chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. Ooh-wee! The Grizz are on fire this year, John. And they aren't the only team on fire. You're right about that. The team at Tops just launched a limited-time offer. Get this. Tops fire-braised chicken with Memphis white sauce. Pulled chicken seared over an open flame piled high on a Tops bun and drizzled with a special Memphis white sauce that's creamy and tangy with a little Memphis kick. Put the Tops fire-braised chicken with Memphis white sauce in your starting lineup today. Available now at Tops Poplar, State Line, and Fraser locations, and more to come. The new year's in motion, but are you? Is pain keeping you from living the life you love? The Good Feet Store's arch supports are designed to improve performance and alleviate, even eliminate, your foot, knee, hip, or back pain. And backed by popular demand, the Good Feet Store is giving away a free pair of premium shoes with your qualified purchase. That's a $140 value. Stop into your local Good Feet Store today. Try before you buy. You've got nothing to lose. Find your local store at goodfeet.com. Secrets, cover-ups, and strange phenomena. UFOs and ideas that challenge reality itself. My name is George Knapp. I dig into news stories that others can't or won't. I'm Jeremy Corbell, and for some reason, people tell me things they probably shouldn't. And this is Weaponized. Weaponized. Follow and listen to Weaponized, the presentation of Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Dark Horse Entertainment, and Cadence 13 Studios. Available now for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your shows. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings to word a new car. It's time. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Three people you should be 100% certain about. Your barber, your plumber, and your tax pro. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and you can be 100% certain about your taxes. We'll get you your maximum refund guaranteed and we'll back your return for life. Don't be kind of certain or almost certain. Be 100% certain. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today and get 50% off tax prep. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. At Staples, you can count on every project being print perfect, guaranteed. I need presentations and brochures printed, and they have to be perfect. Your bounded presentations, brochures with the finest folds, and more will be done right every time. That's our print big promise. Now at Staples, get $10 off your document printing and marketing materials order of $50 or more. More, plus 20% back via store bonus. Try Staples and see the difference. Ends 225. Rewards members only. Bonus must be redeemed in store. See staples.com slash stores slash print big for details. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game. And if you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, you must be in Tennessee. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For Palm Gaming Sport, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. University of Memphis released the football schedule. We knew the teams that they would be playing, but we now know the dates and where the locations of the games will be. I think we knew the locations, yeah, we just the, order, yeah, yeah, the, the order, order yeah. of them. Um, so Memphis, we already knew, starts the season off with Bethune-Cookman um, and then plays at Arkansas State week two, Saturday, September 9th. Then on short rest, they have a Thursday night game against Navy at home. So I think it's like they've started AAC play against Navy like a bunch of years in a row at this point. Um, or like se- maybe not in a row, but a lot yeah. often lately. It's um, not unusual. Yes, then the Missouri game, September 23rd in St. Louis. Then Boise at home, September 30th. Tulane at home, October 13th. So your bye week or open week is the beginning of October. Then at UAB, Saturday, October 21st. At North Texas, Saturday, October 28th. South Florida, Saturday, November 4th. At Charlotte, Saturday, November 11th. SMU at home, Saturday, November 18th. And then at Temple, uh, Saturday, November 25th to close the season. That game could be Friday or Saturday. It'll be decided later on. Um, but some initial impressions I had, Jeffrey, three of their five true road games this year are against teams that won three games last season. Yeah, um, the, the thing that really stood out to me, so if you go up, if you go through just using Bill Conley's SP+, which is a mm-hmm. power rating system, that's how you know Vegas has their own power rating system. Would it look exactly like this? Here's what's interesting. The Tigers in his in his preseason are at 61 with a value of 1.9. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? So that would mean if you're setting a point spread. So for instance, the Tigers travel to Arkansas State, the 114th ranked team, who mm-hmm. have a grade of negative 17.4. Gotcha. So if you factored in home field, the Tigers were looking at like a 14 and a half point spread. Gotcha. In okay. their favor. So the thing that's interesting is. The Tigers, according to Bill Conley, should start out three and up. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Then you, Cookman at Arkansas State, Navy at home, a Navy team that's breaking in a new coach feels like they're going to be transitioning. You're going to be at least a touchdown underdog in St. Louis against Missouri, potentially like a ten point underdog mm-hmm. against Missouri. Then you get into somewhat of a toss up with Boise. You're at sixty one, they're sixty eight. That was a ten win Boise team last year. Correct. So right now if you were just making the spread but it's a based, home game. If you're just making the spread based on Bill Conley's numbers, you're looking at like Tigers by a field goal. Okay. Maybe maybe a little bit more. Field goal you know, three and a half, four and a half, something like that. Tulane is thirty seventh. 
So you're looking at, you know, being a, I don't know, six point something under yeah. a touchdown. That Tulane under, team is going to be interesting because they, they won the Cotton Bowl last year and they returned the quarterback. Pratt, yeah. But they lost like a lot of their coaches. Yes. And, and Sharp. Yes. He's a stud. And they haven't won in Memphis since 1998. But they're still likely to be, you know, yeah. a six point something, you know, maybe under a touchdown, under seven, but a six point favorite against the Tigers on the road. UAB, 98th, mm-hmm. should be the Tigers close to double figures. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Trent Dilfer. But one other nugget six first year head coaches on this schedule Memphis is going to play against. And this is another. Dilfer being among them. In the grand scheme of things, this does not matter. But this is another thing that the current era of college football that we're in, it's really making just penciling in W's and L's really hard. Yeah. Because we don't know what any of these teams are going to look like. For instance, let's just take the Tigers. They're replacing every weapon on offense. On offense, they're going to be almost a brand new team other than Seth. Yeah. Yeah. And Seth's got a brand new number again, it appears. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be rocking the deuce. Well, I will say, though, According to wins and losses, Phil Steele has this as one of the easiest schedules in the entire country among FBS teams yeah. like in terms of opponents' win-losses last year. And I think you can look at it two ways. I think it sets up really well for Ryan Silverfield to have a bounce-back year. But there's also pressure in that in that if he doesn't, let's say he goes 6-6 six and six again, well, now you're talking about you went 6-6 six and six against the fifth-worst schedule in the country. Well, the other thing is— But I think they'll do better than that because it isn't a hard schedule. And I guess maybe the other thing. They avoid UTSA, yep. and they get SMU and Tulane at home. Those are the three teams ranked ahead of them in the in those power SB rankings plus. Yeah, from, uh, from Bill Connolly. So that, that sets up pretty well for them. The other thing that strikes me about the schedule is it's somewhat similar to the Tiger basketball schedule in which you're not really going to get a ton of credit for a lot of the wins, but it's like you know, you're going to take heat for losses to the, your point of – Okay, you can look at this schedule and you can you can pencil in a 10-win season. Yeah. You can also say, well, what if some of these teams, what if the, you know, what if these teams turned over their roster in an unexpected way and they're better than you think because while you can make the argument it's first-year coaches with a lot of these guys, well, a lot of these teams have first-year coaches because the previous coach was unsuccessful. What if, you know, this guy, the the new guy gets, you know, that first season push? Mm-hmm. And, and they they start to look better, but I think really the the thing that I want to do is, what is a satisfactory result for this team? <sighs> satisfactory for the administration or for fans? Because I think makes, it's, I think I, my gut tells me it's different. I think in the end, let's look at it from this perspective. I think fans want Ryan Silverfield to be the guy. I think they have doubts, but like they want to see the program be well, do well, and you would rather see with a guy that is quote unquote likable. So you'd like for him to be the guy. What is it? What is? What's the result that makes you sit there and go, "Okay, I think eight and four, two games better than last year," and that would probably mean you're like in the mix at the top of the conference at least in November. Um, I don't know if a lot of fans will be happy with that necessarily. The but thing that, the thing that's concerning about that is if that's the case. All right, let's say. Mizzou's a loss, mm-hmm. and Tulane's a loss. Mm-hmm. So then you're also going to have to deal with, to the, the note that you just made, losing to Tulane at home. Well, and it's also, I think it's crucial. I mean, I think attendance will factor into this. Like, how bad is the attendance going to be this year? I've heard from a lot of Tiger football fans who decided not to get season tickets again because they weren't happy with the decision to bring Silver back. Do I think it's, like, going to be super noticeable at first? No, I don't think so. But if they don't, if they, you know. It's like anything. If they're the three and three, yeah. you know, like that's you know, if they go start three and zero, oh, but then lose to Missouri, lose to Boise State, lose to Tulane, which is entirely possible, you know, I think there's gonna you know you're gonna deal with the same sort of scenario you dealt with all of last season, where people are questioning the head coach, and I think you're probably right that like ultimately it is. Better if Silverfield's the guy than not. Although, you know, I've made it clear. Like, I, you know, Silverfield's a nice guy. Nice guys don't grow on trees. And, uh, or excuse me, nice guys do grow on trees. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really care that he's a nice guy. 
though, you know, I'm just saying like, from the fan perspective, I do think fans would— I think anything below 8-4 and four is going to be disappointing to fans. Do I think anything—like, do I think if they make a bowl game, he probably gets another year? I mean, if we base it on what happened this year, yeah, I do think he does. Now, does attendance crater to, like, you know, last year was the lowest attendance, I think, since 2012? Yeah. Does it crater even more? I doubt it if you go 8-4, and four, right? Like, it'll be lower, but I don't think it'll be I mean, I think there's tremendously the, lower. I think there's the school of thought that as long as it's a competitive product, which is yeah. what they would still define it as, they've kind of hit the low of what I just find it hard to believe at this be. point they're gonna, if he makes a bowl game again that they're going to fire him. I think I, I, I find it hard. No, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that thought process, but that's where I'm at. No, I just think that's the problem. If you run, in, if you run into that situation again. But the way I would look at it is he should be 8-4 and four or better. Like with I'm this saying, schedule, he should. So if you go eight and four, let's just take the most likely losses: Missouri, Boise, Tulane, SMU. Mm-hmm. Now again, you get SMU and Tulane at home. Correct. You've been better. Much Ryan has been poor on the road, and not quite as good as Norvell at home, but pretty good at home. No, I, I think that's I think that's a fair statement. But my point is, anything below eight and four, you're going to start to throw in a loss of. You yeah, know, it means you're losing to like either UAB, at North, Texas. North Texas, you know, and that's going to be that North Texas game at is Temple, gonna, which is a place that they haven't exactly at Temple yeah. in the end of November, correct? You know, where it's going to it could be where bad. The season weather. might have already been decided, yeah. Um, but then the at North Texas game is probably going to be the Grant Gannell game that we thought we were maybe going to get this year in Memphis, yeah. Um, like he's probably going to be the starter for North Texas. Um, you know, I, I think there's some variables. Like I think it's safe to say I feel like South Florida and Charlotte, even though. They hired new coaches and should be rejuvenated. Like, I don't think they're going to be good. But, I mean, like, you should beat them, yes. Yes. But, like, at UAB, you know, Dilfer's inheriting a 7-16, and 16, you know? It, you know, and he seems to be hitting the transfer portal pretty hard. You know, what does that mean? Um, but, again, I just look at it and go, he should be pretty – like, this is – set. I look at it as this sets up as a schedule where you can bounce back and get this program back on an upward trajectory. That's what should happen with this schedule. You should be eight and four or better. And my feeling is, if you're not eight and four or better, like there's no there's been no signs otherwise that this is the right guy for the job. And so um, it's both good and pressure for him. Yeah. But like that's you know that's the reality when you go six and six in back to back years and you inherited a program that was doing much better than that before you inherited it. Well, the way that you turned over your roster would suggest yeah, that you're and, aware. And we also went through like the whole reason he was brought back, one of the reasons used was like, oh, it's going to be continuity and whatever. And it's like, well, you know, they're turning over quite a bit of the roster. And I think yeah. that's that's part of college football. But don't sell us on, you know, it's good, you know, the continuity is what you're looking for if that's going to happen. Um, so pressure, but I think it sets up well for Memphis to have a bounce back year. All right, when we come back, we tell your story next right here on Gianotto with Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. It's time to think about your tax refund. And Jackson Hewitt wants you to think biggest. As in, we guarantee you'll get your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. Who offers that? Come to think of it, nobody. It's one of the biggest guarantees out there and why you can't just file with anybody. For your guaranteed biggest refund, go to Jackson Hewitt today. Your wallet will thank you. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. Introducing Total by Verizon, a new prepaid wireless provider with no contract plans starting at just $30 a month. With Total by Verizon, you don't have to sacrifice reliability or freedom. Get Total by Verizon and save money every month on America's most reliable 5G network. Most reliable 5G based on most first place rankings and root metrics first half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. The Zaxby's Asian Sensation Salad comes with our hand-breaded chicken, crispy wonton strips, Asian slaw, and egg roll. And it's dressed with not one, but two flavorful dressings. Our sweet and savory honey sesame teriyaki glaze and a tangy citrus vinaigrette. But there's so much more than dressings. There's sauces. Salad sauces. The Asian Sensation Salad. Order one ahead through the Zaxby's app. Woo, saucy. Zaxby's. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> I won. See what you did there? I jumped up and down. No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the final days of Ashley Home Store's President's Day Sale. Less chance to save big. Up to 50% off. Shop deals starting at $399. Or get no interest for five years with no down payment. That's no interest until 2028. Don't miss huge mattress savings at Ashley Home Store. Save up to $500 on best-selling Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattresses in stock and ready for delivery ends Monday only at Ashley Home Store now open in Oxford proud partner of Ole Miss Athletics some listeners like you are experiencing firsthand the amazing pain relief from QC Kinetics even calling your favorite radio host to share the good news QC Kinetics I had my right ankle worked on four months ago awesome that's oh, great look at that man yes they worked right, on my yeah. elbow every day the QC Kinetics medical professionals treat patients like Mick with the latest regenerative therapies using natural biologics concentrated right at the hurting joint. No surgery, no downtime. I'm telling you, QC Kinetic is the way to go if you don't want to go under the knife and suffer for three months. Yep. It, it was very easy, as you well know, with your elbow. I'm anyway, telling you. You guys are awesome. Man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for the phone call. Really appreciate it. I'm so glad that QC Kinetics did some wonders for you. I mean, regenerative medicine, man, that's the thing these days. Living proof right there. Call QC Kinetics now for your consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 901-445-1010. That's 901-445-1010. 901-445-1010. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, an increase in organic search visibility, and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for web Website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites. Go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEB-NOW-1. That's 877-WEB-NOW-1. All right, Mark, for today's Tell Your Story... Well, we've got news from Andrew Marchand of the New York Post saying that Apple TV Plus is emerging as a potential landing spot for the Pac-12. He Ugh. also notes, though, it is unclear if it would be for enough money to satisfy the Pac-12. Well, today, from the San Jose Mercury News, Kirk Schultz, who's the president of Washington State. Also on the board of directors for the Pac-12. Correct. He had this to say when he was asked about, what about the the joint statement, the vote of confidence that mm-hmm. you gave to George Klyavkov, the commissioner of the Pac-12, how do you think it would be received? Quote, I thought people would see it the same as the same thing as a head coach does when he publicly says that he loves his staff, then fires them all. <laughs> and he goes, but we were getting battered constantly with all the rhetoric out of the Big 12 with talk that schools were leaving. At the least, we had to let people know the 10 Pac-12 schools were committed to staying together. But the speed with which the presidents were willing to put that out I was stunned by my colleagues. Somebody said we should do something. And within an hour, everyone was saying yes. Normally, everyone wants to be a wordsmith. Yes, I also love how using the example of a football coach who loves his staff and fires them all, instead of saying, you know, I thought it'd be received just like when we say we like a coach and then fire him the next week. I think I would take less money to stay at, like, ESPN. I don't know if just I'd to stay stay on over. Like, I, people aren't going to watch that crap on Apple TV+. I will Plus, say outside Apple of the TV+, Pac-12. Plus will be easier to find than the Pac-12 network. That's true. That's true. They're in a tough spot, the Pac-12. I mean, I guess they got to get as much money as they can to be able to show the Big 12, like, hey, we got the same deal you did. To starve off the hyenas, if you will. My thanks to Tim Murray for joining the program. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. For Dennis, for Mark, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening. The The Gabe Kuhn Show is coming up next.
WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Both 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Forte LXS, PE 581,756, MSRP 21,985, Sorrento PG 183,422, MSRP 23,405. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through 22823 with approved credit, dealer stock only, warranties a limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. Jeff, my man, what's going on over there at Gossett Kia South Mountain? Mariah, look, I know you got something up your sleeve to blow me away. You bet I do, Randy. Gas prices are high, but we've got you covered with 41 MPG Highway in your new 2023 Kia Forte LXS at $278 a month. $27.99 due at signing and a seven-passenger SUV ready to ride in a 2023 Kia Sorento LX $378 a month. $34.99 due at signing. Both 36-month lease. Plus, peace of mind with Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. And if I don't see exactly what I want... I'll order it for you, and you won't pay over MSRP. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Key on Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KeyOfMountMoriah.com. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now, you can score four for five. Mix and match participating items and get four faves for $5 with your card. Check it out and save today. Hey, John, you ready to take over the new Topps Barbecue location on Hacks Cross Road? They're not really going to let us cook, are they? Worse. We're in charge of customer service. Working the counter in the drive-thru. You know my service record. Oh, yeah, that's a great record. We're supposed to figure out the cash register and the prices? How about we just take over the thing and only charge 92.9 cents for every standard menu item? It's a genius idea. Join us at the new Topps Barbecue, 4199 Hacks Cross Road near 385 on Thursday, February 23rd from 4 to 6 p.m. Don't worry, we're not going to burn the food. Consumer investigator Andy Wise here. I've covered my share of disasters, and I can tell you the people of Service Master by Cornerstone are the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. They use all modern methods to repair the damage, be it a home gutted by fire or a five-story commercial building racked by storm damage, with a laser focus on getting your home or commercial building back to normal. Service Master by Cornerstone has the respect of risk insurance adjusters and emergency contractors. It will save your business or home. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, 